If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oh, man. Oh, wouldn't you know it, Will? Wouldn't you know it? What do you, what do you know? Guys, it's time to look them podcast. Will, why? Ew. Yes, Bob. Why do you have the most cursed versions of our two beloved video game characters? Because in this house, uh, we believe in non-traditional versions of Sonic the Hedgehog and Super Mario Mario. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you... So, regular viewers of the show will know that I have a problem with the platinum coins that you get in the My Nintendo reward system because they are useless and stupid and they don't <laughs> amount to anything. And a lot of the free things you can get for them still require a $5 shipping charge. Um, this is one of those things you can redeem your points for. Uh, this is a Super Mar Lego Super Mario keychain. Uh, it's actually very nice, very high quality. Um, yeah, but it's Lego Mario. <laughs> it's Lego Mario, and I wish I didn't have to pay $5 shipping for it. There's a Luigi version, but you have to sign up for Lego's equivalent of my Nintendo oh, and yeah. like earn a stupid amount of points that I'm not going to earn because I don't own enough Lego. That's a lot um, of money. It is. Uh, so this overall, 6 out of 10, would not recommend. Uh, great build quality. Don't recommend doing it. This little bastard uh, came with my copy of Sonic Colors, that I got, which I'm sure we'll talk about much later. I actually kind of um, like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Baby Sonic, so he's cute. Um, it's a shame it's the movie version, but you know what? I'll take what I can get. Is that? I'll also. That's I'll also not this original. Out of ten. That's not original movie version, right? No, this is current movie version. Okay, he but looks baby, weird. baby Sonic. Yeah, no, he's, he's baby Sonic. He's babyfied. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Then. So. Also, six out of ten. Build quality is not great, but uh, it it's easier to get your hands on, and I would recommend getting your hands on it, you know, now while you still can, because if you're gonna buy Sonic Colors, it's gonna come with this no matter what. You're rec are you recommending Sonic Colors off the bat with even uh, even even with all of the controversy we have to talk about today about Sonic Colors? <laughs> I said if you're gonna get. Okay. Okay. But All right. we will we will get to we will get to Sonic Colors because I do have opinions about it. Okay. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Of course, uh, mm -hmm. we decided we're gonna rank a bunch of uh, well, not rank. We're gonna tell you what we think is gonna be on uh the Game Boy and Game Boy Color Nintendo Switch Online games that have been rumored to yes. be a thing. Rumored yes. to uh, be a thing, not uh leaked or or uh, uh there's no news it's basically everybody said <laughs> yes this is gonna happen probably most likely yeah um, yeah so why not just throw more fuel in the fire and tell you what games we think are are going to be and should be a part of the collection and also just 
pretend like we know what games are going to be on the collection because everyone else seems to be doing that. I think we have. I think we'll be able to nail down uh, like eighty percent of them. I think. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Also, thank you to Bear One Five Nine Eight for the six months. T O K Kenobi for the four months. Four months of baby and C Calvi. 92 for the five months. I appreciate you guys. It's September. Will, explain to everybody what September is, because I know you know. Uh, September yes. is when you subscribe yep. to people yep. in September. <laughs> you, you, that's it. Nothing I said was wrong. Nothing no, that's you're right. Wrong. It's 20% off subscriptions. So first of all, uh, you should subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because yes. uh, you get a free subscription on Twitch. And you have to do it every month. You get a free subscription every month, but you have to do it manually every month. So if you listen to this on YouTube or on Anchor or any of the podcast services, go over to Twitch. You want to support us. If you have Amazon Prime, you link it to your Twitch account. And it's a free way to support us. We get money from that. You know? Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you don't have Amazon Prime, it's 20% off. If you're here watching on Twitch. Otherwise, it's not really worth it. Um... Anyway, uh, other things we're going to talk about today. Horizon Forbidden West uh, apparently had some controversy because of the upgraded version of PS5. Sonic Colors we're going to talk about. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but first, let's get to the uh, Game Boy stuff. Uh, now that I have... Uh, the creative cloud on this partition of my computer, I can make a little infographic <laughs> of like the games we Ooh. think are going to be there. Um, so will. Yes, Bob. What, uh, what, what, I mean, obviously if we're, if we're going to have, if so, so these games are probably going to have to be, uh, for the most part, uh, Nintendo published. Well, so, for, well, let's establish some ground rules here. Okay. What era of the Game Boy are we specifically dealing with? Because the rumors have been all over the board. Some people are saying that it's going to be Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Some people are saying it's going to include GBA. Uh, some people Absol are saying it's just going to be regular not. Game Boy. There's a 0% chance that it's going to include yeah. Game Boy Advance at all. Those games are okay. way... There's way too much going on in, game, in the Game Boy Advance library. I think that okay. there's not enough in the original Game Boy and there's not enough in the Game Boy Color libraries. But combined, we have plenty of games we could choose from. Okay. Now, the problem so, in my head is okay. that there's there were 20 NES games and 20 SNES games when those launched. Do you think yeah. there's going to be 20 Game Boy and Game Boy Color games? Because that sounds like a lot. It does sound like a lot. Uh, I don't even know if Nintendo has 20 games <laughs> for the Game Boy. Like, obviously they have 20 games, but 20 games that'll be worth putting in this collection right out the game. Right. I went to... Um, Wikipedia has a list of all the uh, games on uh, NES and SNES for through Switch Online, and most of it is first party nintendo a lot of the third party stuff like there's an odd capcom game or an odd konami game but it's not like the big ones it's like demon's crest from capcom 
or Gradius from Konami. Um, yeah, and a lot of it is like not seeing that stuff. And there's a lot of like random third parties like City Connection, who used to be known as Jalico. Um, there is Natsume, who I think does Harvest Moon. Uh, and a lot of like other random third parties sprinkled in here and there. So like we'd have to like dig deep to fill out this roster if if we're serious about hitting the 20 mark. I I think without a doubt we're getting Super Mario Land 1 and 2. Yeah, doubt, a doubt. I think so. We're also yeah. getting Tetris. Yes. I don't I think that that's not going to be tied up in any legal mumbo jumbo. I think Tetris is I a don't pretty, think I, well, Nintendo bet. published Tetris, that version of Tetris, and also, too, Nintendo has a really good relationship with the Tetris company uh, who owns the rights to Tetris. So I think getting that version of the game on there should be should be fairly straightforward, unless... Because there is a... They also published a version of Tetris on the NES, and that's not on Switch Online. Do you think it's because they think that could compete with Tetris 99? I just think they know that nobody cares about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's another thing, yeah, because I do know people who want Tetris, but they and they got Tetris 99 in order to get Tetris, and yeah. that's not necessarily the version of Tetris. And you know what? There's Tetris Effect that's going to be fucking $40. Yeah. And that's going to be the only other way to get Tetris. So the year you might I mean Tetris is the thing that sold the Game Boy. Yeah. So like how could you not include Tetris? But there's a potential that Nintendo might not include Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right about that. Tetris wasn't even included in the NES Classic. Right. And that would be a game you would think could easily be put on that system. I'm a little worried about Tetris. I think Tetris has to be yeah. there, but uh, I'm a little worried about. Oh, you know what? How how? What's the user base in Tetris 99 right now? Because Super Mario 35 was a timed thing. I think Pac-Man 99 yeah. is a timed thing. Maybe the life shell, the lifespan of Tetris 99 has has worn off by now. Yeah. Um, I think we could also, I forgot, Wario Land, uh, Super Mario Land 3. Yes. We got to include that, too. Uh, and that yeah. is uh, one of them. Uh... Wait, is that straight up Game Boy color? No, that's that's Game Boy. Just vanilla Game Boy. I have a Wario that's, that is just Game Boy color. Where would I have put it? Uh, isn't that Wario Land 2? Is Game Boy Color? Uh, I didn't know there was a Wario Land 2. It's Japanese, so... There's like... There's like the, four the Wario Lands. Yeah. Well, that would be an easy one. Yeah, Wario Land 2 is Game Boy Color exclusive. Um... So, I mean, I think that's... That's an easy one. If they wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily, uh, important, I don't think. But, uh... No. I think that'd be easy if they needed some Nintendo first party ones. If we're running out of Nintendo mm -hmm. first party ones. Um What else do we got? You know, I'm gonna move Tetris because I'm I'm afraid of Tetris. I'm 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 scared uh, well, that Tetris might not make it. 
So two games that spring to my mind for this are Link's Awakening and uh-huh. Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. So, so pause. Link's yes. Awakening, I think, is very important. That, that I think we would definitely get because they already have a ROM of it somewhere because it's going to be on the Game & Watch, uh, the Zelda Game & Watch. Yes. But yes. do you think we'll get the Game Boy version or the Game Boy Color DX version? I think that, well, I think that could be a situation where they give you both versions. And like, yeah, if you hit a uh, left trigger or right trigger, it switches back. Although no, because the Game Boy Color version has a, has a special dungeon that takes advantage of the color. You know what it is? Because on NES and SNES, they have those SP versions right. of the games. So the they could they could just do that. Like, because the Game Boy Color version is officially known as Link's Awakening DX. So they could have this the regular Link's Awakening, and then, like, a few months down the road, release the DX version, which is the color version. That is a good And there, there was plans to release Metroid 2, a DX version of Metroid 2, but that those got canceled. Ooh, that if would be If they still really have the ROM, cool. <laughs> if they still have the ROM, and it's still, like, you know far down the road where they could potentially finish it and release it a la star fox 2 this is another great way to re-release that game yeah that would be cool that, that yeah. it, it makes sense for them to make the uh the dx version a later thing because yeah nintendo has been known to do that they need they need to draw now, some hype for the future having said all of that they did just do a Big ass remake of Link's Awakening for the Switch, and they recently did a big ass re- reimagining of Metroid Two for the 3DS, but it's still fairly recent. I don't so, think the I don't think Link's Awakening uh, is gonna. I don't think the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening is gonna take any market away from the Nintendo Switch version. And I don't, no. th- and the same thing with uh, with Metroid uh, Two. I don't think that's gonna yeah. be. A, I don't think that's gonna be a big deal for them. Uh, so I've added Metroid Two. If okay. we get the freaking DX version, that would be crazy. That would be cool. Yeah. Um. um obviously, right. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. So no. I think there's a slim chance we're gonna get any of the Pokemons. Really? I think that's a Pokemon company thing. I think they're keeping those close to the chest. I don't know, because Nintendo... Again, Nintendo published those games, so they have a stake in it. One. Two, they did re-release Red, Blue, and Yellow on the 3DS, and those were enhanced with uh, internet connectivity. Yeah. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I think it's out of the realm of possibility for them to include it in an online subscription service with the, the Nintendo. Like okay. those were, you know, like virtual console situation. I mm-hmm. think the Pokemon company needs to make their own uh, Game & Watch style collector's co- Game Boy console situation. That ga- okay. Pokemon is the one game that people would want a Game Boy Classic Edition 4. But right. like like that 
like that'll sell more i think that would sell more than the nes classic did if they made a game boy classic that basically just had pokemon games on it um or something mm. similar to that because that that hits mainstream audiences and all the people who are our age that don't even play video games but remember all that shit and want to like play it like while they're on yeah. the train or something um but uh i don't think they'll do that because pokemon's really weird with their old I well nintendo's yeah. really weird with their old ip uh pokemon is a little bit too uh but yeah i think that i i would think that there's a i think there's a slim chance we're getting pokemon games i, I think that uh they should definitely put pokemon red blue and yellow but i don't think they will okay uh so there you i go. disagree but there's that too bad i'm the one with the photoshop document <laughs> so right uh okay how, how about this uh dr mario okay well yeah yeah although i don't think that's on switch online oh, no, no it, it is. is it is because i okay. played it in a tournament and it was the only game i did I, I i remember that that was the only game i did any good in yeah why is this it's the only game that made sense this one's um, formatted weird. Also, uh, Donkey Kong 94. Okay. Which is a fantastic game. And Donkey Kong 94 was one of those games that was optimized for the, for the Super Game Boy. The Super Nintendo add-on where you can play Game Boy games on the TV. If you played Donkey Kong 94 through the Super Game Boy, it had like more than four colors. It had a full range of color. It has special backgrounds and sound effects and stuff. So that's another situation where they can release down the road a DX version of that game or do what I said initially, hit like one of the triggers and it switches over to the Super Game Boy version. Because it doesn't change the gameplay, just the aesthetic. I mean, honestly, why not just have these games emulated through a super game boy <laughs> you know like what's the difference they already have the super nintendo emulator yeah right just just i mean basically make it make the game boy emulator run through a super game boy why not i mean i'm sure there's somebody's gonna be technically well actually the super game boy runs it at a 0.04 percent clock speed slower than it, the, it's, than what the original game it's boy does probably running them better I'd be willing to bet that it runs them better. I, I know, I know. There's something like with there is something with the clock speed of a Super Game Boy versus an original Game Boy, and there's actually a Super Game Boy Two that fixes the clock speed issue. But oh. who well, really cares about that? Do that then. We also got Kirby's Dreamland. Can't forget about Kirby's. Dreamland. Uh, yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, that's Kirby. Gonna, that'll definitely. The, the Game Boy was made for Kirby yes or Kirby uh, was made for the Game Boy rather is there a second one yeah there's a second one yeah guess we gotta include the second one is there more Donkey Kong there's gotta be more Donkey Kong games there's Don there are the Donkey Kong Country games Donkey Kong Land is I think what they were known as Donkey Kong Land yeah uh how many oh there's three was there really Looks like it. Okay. Well, I guess we got to include at least one. But th these games weren't included uh, off the bat with the Nintendo Switch Online for SNES. Right. 
but uh, I feel like we might be hurting for some games here. So, yeah. Actually, you know, we're filling out pretty good right now. Yeah. I only put the first Donkey Kong Land, and so far we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven games and then Tetris. So twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll put all of the Donkey Kongs. Why not? And so far they're all like Nintendo first party. They're not we don't have any like random third parties in there. Yeah, I think I think there will definitely be random third parties. I just don't know what like the usually it's nothing good <laughs> like <laughs> like we want we would want like mega man or castlevania I know. or something but well, we know, I know that those companies aren't gonna play well there's the final fantasy adventure series but that's yes. getting its own separate collection oh um, I, I know the final fantasy yeah. one's a big deal greg greg got one of those yeah uh I'm trying to think. I think the Castlevania GB Game Boy games got their own collection. Um, I keep seeing. I, I'm looking up like Game Boy top Game Boy games, and I'm seeing a lot of this game Gargoyles Quest. It's a <laughs> Capcom game where you play as one of the enemies from Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that I mean that might have a shot because it's one of those obscure Capcom games that I don't think they're gonna put out on their own, um, but they might throw it into, you know, let Nintendo have it for their online service. Now, do you think that they would do this uh, right off the bat, or do you think this is like a situation where we'll see this down the road? I think we'll see this right off the bat because I think the connection to ghosts and goblins will like entice people. But then after that, I don't think we're going to see another high profile Capcom game. <laughs> this looks a lot like, uh, that Gargoyles game for the Genesis. Yeah, I could see that. Just the, the way he moves and stuff. Yeah. Is this it? Did I pick the right game? Whoa. Is this it? Well, this is Disney's Gargoyles. Right. No, I know that they're, they're two separate types of games. But Yeah. Is this the one you were thinking of? Or... I played Disney's Gargoyles for the... Wait, is that... Wait, is Disney's Gargoyles for the Genesis different than the Gargoyles that uh, doesn't emulate well? No, it's the same Gargoyles. Okay, yeah. I it, uh, my, my brain just broke. This, is, this doesn't look any... The two don't look anything alike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... So do you think this Gargoyles uh, quest would be a right-off-the-bat thing or a later-down-the-road thing? I think it would be a right-off-the-bat thing just to entice people into it, and then we're not going to see another Capcom game, another high-profile Capcom game. All right, this is a wild-card one. I'm throwing in a wild-card. Yeah. I'll put it next to Tetris. I can't believe Tetris is a wild-card. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a wild-card. I No, no I, th I think that Tetris is really important. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's potential that Nintendo might not do Tetris. Right. It's the opposite of Pokemon. I think Pokemon's really important, but I think there's a slim chance they're going to do Pokemon. I think there's a slim chance they won't include Tetris. Like, I don't think Tetris is a short shot, is what I'm trying to say. I think, I think it's, right. I think it's, uh, uh, really important for the Game Boy and probably going to be there, but th there's a chance Nintendo doesn't include it because of all the other stuff that's going on with Tetris. Got it. 
Because how the fuck are they going to justify a forty dollars Tetris game? Well, if you if you just give them Tetris, you know. Bro. Well, that forty dollars Tetris game, I imagine, can be played offline. This has to connect to the internet at least once in order for you to play it. You're not wrong. Yeah. Also, too, like with older games, people generally put less value on them. So a $40 new Tetris game versus the game you played when you were four. Like that, I, I think people will understand. I don't want to have to pay for a game I played 30 years ago. True. That is true. Um, There is a third Wario land. You told me that before, but I didn't believe you. Mm -hmm. Now here we are. I, I, you know, I'm, the more we do this, I'm starting to think Game Boy Color might not be included because there. When we started this, I was like, "There's not that yeah. much in the library," but together, there's a lot. Um, I think I kind of think there's a lot here. But you know what? They need they need more for the down the road. You know. Yeah. You can't mm -hmm. just start off. I mean, you got to start off with the bangers, with twenty bangers. Yeah. And then, uh, then you can get crazy with it. Will, we forgot about uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons, and Oracle of Ages. True. I believe those are Game Boy Color. They yeah, are. Yeah, Game Boy Color Zelda games. See, but these games are like a, a big enough deal that they could be on their own. Like, I feel like Nintendo could sell just these two games for like $20 a pop. I, they could. I mean, you could also say that about, you know, the original Mario games. They could have bundled those for $20 a pop, and they didn't. They put them in Switch Online. Well, have we seen Oracle of Seasons or 8? Like, when was those? Were, were those on Virtual Console? I don't know. I'm looking that up right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh platforms game boy color that's all it says okay uh blah 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 the ability to play games in reverse order after completing it increases the replay value as does trading passwords blah 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 wait what games radar listed the oracle season ages and the games they want in their virtual console for 3ds both oracle of ages and oracle of seasons were later released on the platform so 2013, okay. they were on 3DS Virtual Console. Okay. God, the 3DS has been around since 2013. My lord. Uh, so yeah, those are good contenders for stuff yeah. we'll see on Game Boy Color, at least. Yeah. Uh, um, I know on the... I almost forgot. In the original Game Boy, there's a Kid Icarus game. Okay. So that might definitely be included, because they included the original on... NES. Uh, there's also you want a real wild card game thrown in here. Uh, what about X? <laughs> Is it just called X? Just called X. I'm running out of X room here. <laughs> X is a game developed by Argonaut and Nintendo. And Argonaut, for you people playing at home, um, are the same people who helped develop the original Star Fox game. Oh. And it, a lot of the technology used in X went towards Star Fox. 
what the hell? <laughs> yep. I just need the box art, man. What's going on with this game? <laughs> this looks like uh that the first ever first person shooter. What was it called? Uh Faceball. Yeah. Ball face. I guess Something this like is that. it. It's it's Japanese only. No, it was released in America. I only see Japanese box art. Is it called something else in America? No, it's called X. At least I thought it was released in America. Uh, I only see Japanese stuff. X Ekusu? Ekusu? Oh, yeah, no, only released in Japan. Wow. Oh, <laughs> It's it's the letter X and then the Japanese yeah. writing just spells out X. Ekusu. X. <laughs> well, okay, so this is Japanese only, but uh well, first of all, if they put it on the Japanese uh switch online, you can still get it if you have a Japanese account. Uh second, Nintendo has shown actually scratch that. Nintendo has shown willingness to put Jap previously Japanese only games on American Switch Online, like uh the Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Uh, but at the same time, they have also shown to release it separately as its own thing, as seen with Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light. Yeah, I think the problem with Ekusu is that uh there's actually uh uh Japanese text in the game too. Mm. So like they have to translate the whole thing, which Bro. Nintendo's bad at doing that. Yeah. Um so that I you might be right. This might be something we'll see in the Japanese only part. Yeah. Um I'm putting that down there with gargoyles. Two wild okay. cards. Will's wild cards. Uh <laughs> what I don't think is a wild card is Mario Picross. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely not. That, I think, is a short shot. That one's coming. That one, for yeah. sure, is going to be there. So, yeah, we need some puzzle games. They've always got to release these things with puzzle games. Yeah. Uh, we also got, for a Game Boy Color, Kirby's Tilt and Tumble. And I think that this has a good mm. shot because you could just use the friggin' gyro controls. I was going to say, you know, I don't know if that would... But then, yeah, they have the gyro controls are in the Joy-Cons, so... That would be a pretty... I could just do it. That would be a pretty big, like, marketing thing for them. Hey, look, you can yeah. play this game. Look, we developed it so you can freaking, uh, you know, uh, play it with, mm -hmm. uh, with the Joy-Con. So it would be nice if we can get uh, some Final Fantasy games, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. And uh, the same thing with Pokemon. Uh, you think that's going to happen. I think there's chance in hell we're getting a Pokemon game. Uh, well, what I about... Love, I would love Metal Gear Solid for the game boy color mm, I yeah i don't think you're ever gonna see that game again no. <laughs> uh what about mole mania a first party game headed up by shigeru miyamoto himself what yeah god the game was released in 97 <laughs> miyamoto made a made a game boy game yeah here it is. Is this not just Dig Dug? 
It's like literally Dig Dug. I think it's Dig Dug with um, the the Link's Awakening overview. All right, I'll throw I'll throw it a Mole Mania. That one I don't think I don't think that's going to be a wild card. Honestly, I think that's if if Miyamoto made it. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's got he a shot again, here. He made it in '97. <laughs> he was a busy man back then. I mean, that's, it, that's late in the Game Boy's life uh, life cycle, though. He said he uh, he 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 put his face on a lot of stuff, you know, like he put his name True. attached. He probably walked in every once in a while. was like, eh, I don't like this. Do this. Yeah. Now there's a game called golf that has a Mario on the cover. Um, yes. But that's not Mario golf for the game boy color. No, I think that's just generic golf. I'm putting generic golf down there because they have a ton of, they have a ton of sports games yeah. on Nintendo Switch Online. Generic golf is going in there. And I, I'll put... I'm going to put uh, the Game Boy Color Mario Golf. But honestly, I'm the more we do this, I'm starting to think Game Boy Color might not be a thing. I'm starting to think we might not get any Game Boy Color games anymore. Yeah. Because we have so many Game Boy games now. I mean, the Game Boy Color really... It only lasted a few years... And it really was more of a stopgap between the original Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance because the Game Boy Advance wasn't ready to ship yet. So they put out a, the Game Boy Color to kind of like, you know, revitalize the the Game Boy line. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that uh, much of a... I mean, it was a leap, but it wasn't that much of a leap from the original Game Boy as the GBA was. I also put Mario Tennis under Game Boy Color. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else we have here. Um, oh, bomb pocket bomber man, dude. Oh, it's Konami. Oh, yeah. Can't have that. Uh, yeah, I don't have. I mean, that that's another problem we run into is that uh, a lot of this stuff is third party, and uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna see it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh. Remember they called MVG an industry insider when the news about this stuff came out? Uh, yeah. He uh, worked on the port for Shantae. Oh, that's right. Which is a Game Boy Color game. Maybe he knows something that we don't. <laughs> so now, Shantae was originally published by Capcom. But okay. does WayForward have the rights to that game again? They They must. Because they, they they released on yeah. limited run and stuff, and uh, Konami right. would would not have uh, right. They haven't released anything on limited run. They they did a limited run of uh, Castlevania, but I don't think that was like. Well, it was it run. was Capcom. Capcom Cap released Shantae. Oh, I think it's a Konami. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Capcom. Uh, the Wily Wars. Yes. Was. Yeah. But I don't think that's a I don't think Capcom's gonna do anything. I don't think Capcom right. Capcom or Konami, they seem to be releasing their own stuff. Yeah. Um, Especially of their bigger properties. If Shantae went on Nintendo Switch Online, that would be a huge freaking deal. 
Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it because Nintendo seems to want to have control over all this stuff, but that would be, that mm. would, that would break the internet. Um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I mean, I, at least I'm out of Game Boy Color games. Right. Uh, I might be out of Game well, Boy games. There's just Pokemon, but you know, I'm gonna put that in the wild card. I'll put I'm putting Pokemon in the wild card. I put Pokemon. What about um, what should we call it? Like all the the Pokemon spinoff games, like trading card game or Pokemon pinball or things like that. I'm putting Pokemon. Gen- I'm putting. Just a generic Pokemon, because I, I, if they put any Pokemon games, it'll be all of them, right? Like, like pinball, like the card game, Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. uh, uh, blue, red, gold, silver. Uh, but I genuinely don't think they're gonna do any of them. Got it. Or there's potential. They don't do Game Boy Color at all. They just do mm-hmm. original Game Boy. They release the original Game Boy Pokemon games. And then next year, they do Game Boy Color or something like that. But right now, this is what we have. We have 1, 2, right. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 original Game Boy games. And then we have wow. three wild cards, which are uh, Pokemon which counts for a lot, but I only put Pokemon Yellow. Uh, Gargoyles, mm-hmm. which is a Capcom game. You Gargoyles, said, right? Gargoyles Quest. Yeah, right. it's a Capcom game. And uh, Akusu, the Japanese-only game made by the Star Fox team. Yeah. Uh, then for Game Boy Color, we have Wario Land 2 and Wario Land 3. And we have Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Ages. And we have Kirby's Tilt and Tumble. We have Mario Golf, and we have Mario Tennis. Did I read off all of the Game Boy one, original Game Boy? I just skipped over all of the original Game Boy, didn't I? You said you had 17 games. Okay, so for Game Boy Color, we only have seven. Mm-hmm. For original Game Boy, we have Mario Land, Mario Land 2, Mario Land 3, Wario Land, uh, uh, Link's Awakening. Donkey Kong Land, Donkey Kong Land 2 and 3, uh, Tetris, uh, Metroid 2, Dr. Mario, uh, Donkey Kong 94, Kirby's Dream Land, Kirby's Dream Land 2, Mario P-Cross, Kid Icarus, uh, Mole Mania, and Regular All Golf. Yeah. So... I think there's bound to be one or two wild cards or just games that aren't good. <laughs> yeah. Like we picked all the really good stuff. And I yeah. think there's a lot of potential for just some absolute trash games. Yeah. Cause the problem with like portable systems, like the game boy and more so the game boy advance, like it's just all so much shit. Yeah. Was put on those systems. Cause they were cheap and easy to develop for. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of crap. So, I think at least for the game, for the regular Game Boy games, at least I think that there's a lot of 
I think that there's a high chance that all of these Game Boy games will make it there eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, whoops. Uh, I think that there's... I'm a little worried now about Game Boy Color. At first, I thought it made sense that they would do Game Boy Color games, but now I'm thinking there might, there might be too much stuff. Uh, this is the Game Boy Color stuff. Uh, let me put this at the bottom. And then over here, we got the wild cards. Let me do a little bit of this. Beep, boop, bop, bop. There you go. Shit, I broke everything. Well, again, uh, again like, Game Boy... Game Boy was the system. Game Boy Color was, like, the moderate upgrade. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, the the library for Game Boy Color was 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 small. I mean, yeah. I thought I thought the amount of good Game Boy games was also small, but we uh we got a lot we got a lot more than I was expecting here. Yeah. Uh, Rick MSGT says if they put Oracles on Nintendo Switch Online, I will lose my shit. A lot of people will lose their shit if they get Oracle of Seasons yeah. and Ages. That's why I'm starting to think they won't do it. <laughs> I'm starting to think that Game Boy Color is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um anyway, we got uh we got some super chats and whatnot. Super chats, what year am I in? Um <laughs> we got Rikion with the Twitch Prime. Thank you very much. We got Kikobo with 22 months. Between Mario and Sonic, which air fryer is best? <laughs> well you know Sonic is the air fryer guy. You're you're right. You know that you know because because Mario, like all he eats is Italian food. Yeah, he's cooking everything in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. You don't. I mean, you could air fry meatballs, let's say, but something tells me he's a traditionalist and he's going to do it the old school way. Yeah, you try to tell mom to air fry some meatballs. Okay, I will. <laughs> do you think she's not going to? She's she's going to she's going to tell you to shut up. Well, our our mom will like take in information and yes you, and then change the subject to something else entirely, <laughs> and then start touching your face and moving your hair around and stuff. Anyway, yeah, exactly, and then call you a piece of shit at some point. <laughs> Rick MSGT with a hundred bits or Zelda Oracle of Seasons Ages uh, seems good. Yes, yeah. Um. Uh. S. Marcy, I don't know. I just feel like between that strangely toned Indigo Switch Lite launch video and Metroid Dread, GBA seems obvious if they are doing Game Boy at all. I think the problem with Game Boy Advance is that there's too much good stuff and there's a lot in those games. Like, like, uh, how do I put this? Like the they, I think those games have a really high value, and if they put any Game Boy Advance games at all on Nintendo Switch Online, you're gonna get very, very few. Well, they put a bunch of Game Boy Advance games on the Wii U for some reason. I think also, well, no, they only the Ambassadors got, uh, only the 3DS Ambassadors got GBA games. Hell yeah, baby! GBA, GBA, like those are not. It's not a hard system to emulate. I mean, you could do it right at Not home at if you know how to do it. Um, so I, you know, I don't see why they couldn't uh, 
do like a GBA switch online thing. I just think that it's very, it's a very good possibility that they're going to keep that separate, treated as a completely separate system. Because for all intents and purposes, it was Game Boy and Game Boy Color. That's like the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. It's essentially the same system. Just one can do a little bit better. I mean, everybody wants Nintendo 64 games. But yes. Game Boy would just be way easier for them for them to do. And I think yes. that it'd be easier for them to get a lot more stuff out of mm -hmm. the Game Boy than even though there's more better Game Boy Advance games, I think it'd be easier for Nintendo to dump a lot of really good Game Boy games than it would for them to dump a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Yes. Um that being said, Game Boy Advance emulation is very easy. Uh yeah. I mean I just, I'm only going by every emulator I've ever used that can play Game Boy Advance games plays them really good. I've never yeah. had a problem with that. I've had problems with like screen tearing and shit on other consoles, but for Game Boy Advance, it always seems really easy. Uh, but yeah, I think Nintendo, uh, I, I'd be surprised if Nintendo gives us too much good stuff <laughs> like Game Boy Advance. Um, mm -hmm. Also, we already have one of the best Game Boy Advance games ever on the Nintendo Switch. It is Mega Man Zero. It's already there. Mm. You could already get it. I think it makes the game a lot easier, too. I think there's like a... Yeah. Uh, I think they gave you like more checkpoints or something. So that's a thing. So I, I picked up Mega Man Zero again the other day. Uh, <laughs> I took like a year or two... I took like a two-year break off of Mega Man Zero because there was one boss I just couldn't fucking beat. He was really hard. Oh, yeah. The way Mega Man Zero works, Will, is oh, um, you know how in Mega Man you get to pick the Robot Masters? Yeah. Well, in Mega Man Zero, it's a list, and mm -hmm. they don't really have like type advantages, really. They kind of do, but not really. Uh, so yeah. uh, you don't really have to play them in a specific order. But if you if you lose all of your lives on one of the levels, you fail the mission, and the story continues to progress. So you failed really? the mission, you cannot replay the mission. You failed it. That's it. So I'm playing through it trying to, I guess, 100%. I'm trying to, like, get all the missions complete. So I have mm -hmm. to beat this boss. And it was a fucking nightmare. Uh, but I did it the other day on stream. So now I can finally beat Mega Man. I'm, like, three quarters of the way done. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you can lose the boss fight and continue to progress the story, but I didn't want to do that. So, I used save states. And even then, it was really fucking hard. But, yeah, I think they made it a little easier in uh, in the uh, collection. Which boss was it, though, Bob? Uh, the gray guy. I don't know. Second to last one? Third to last one? There's a third to last mission. Uh, Mom, what? <laughs> Mom was the boss. Um. Anyway, so yeah, one last look. These are the games we think are going to be uh part yeah. of Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, these are the Game Boy games. These are the Game Boy Color games, and these are some wild cards. I can't believe Pokemon's a wild card. But I, I well, really you don't think, think Pokemon's a wild. Card. I really don't think they're going to put Pokemon on there. I would be shocked if they put Pokemon on there. Like. Any Pokemon game at all, or just like the main ones? Any Pokemon at all. Any Pokemon I think that at will all. shoot the value of Nintendo Switch Online through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah. That. 
re- I really think the Pokemon company needs to make a, a Game Boy style device, like like a like a like a Game Boy Classic or a Game and Watch type thing with, we, with just I don't, Pokemon games. I don't know because their relationship with Nintendo is so strong. I can see them putting it on Switch Online. They put them on Virtual Console. I don't see why they wouldn't. Because if the Pokemon company could do that, make their own portable video game system, they would have done so already. They have the money. I think I think the Pokemon. Uh, I don't want to say the Pokemon company's bad at uh, at like at uh, games because mm-hmm. they are the biggest IP in the world, but they really don't give a shit about their games. <laughs> they really show like like recently they've been showing that they really just could not give two shits about the quality of their games. They just want to pump them out there so they can get new cute Pokemon to sell plushies of. Um, they could really monetize the nostalgia a little more. Like I know they did with Let's Go, and that was great. I actually loved Let's yeah. Go, but uh, they should have seen the 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 hype around the classic edition consoles and, and jumped on that shit. Hopefully they see some, they see a little bit of the hype with the game and watches. Um, but yeah, the, the, with virtual console, uh, you had stuff, you had like Mega Man and stuff from Konami and all different publishers on virtual console. Yeah. And you really don't see that on Nintendo switch online because those publishers took it upon themselves to release it on the switch on their own. Again, there are like, third-party games on switch online but you know from the from the big publishers they're like you know smaller titles that you know aren't their marquee stuff like there's no street fighter there's no mega man there's no castlevania there's no contra um so it's like the smaller titles from the big publishers or it's third-party publishers that you don't really know or care all that much about right uh, but that's why I, I I don't think we're gonna see too much uh, third party stuff or even Pokemon on uh, mm-hmm. on Nintendo Switch Online. But I would love to be wrong about that because again, yeah, I think that that would be a huge selling point for a lot of people. I think people will buy Switches to get Pokemon. Yeah, I think Pokemon is a much more plausible than you're making it out to be. However, that being said. At this, we still don't have Earthbound on yeah. Super Nintendo Online, so it's very possible that Pokemon could be the Earthbound of the Game Boy lineup. Yeah, I I just like I know Pokemon Company and Nintendo uh, work together a lot. Obviously, I mean they're they're, mm-hmm. they're it's like what Nintendo owns thirty percent of them or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just I I think that they keep that shit separate. I think that that they would still want to like pay a licensing fee for that stuff, and I don't know if they're down. Anyway, uh, let's move on to another topic, shall we? Okay. Like, let's talk about Horizon Forbidden West getting into some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, great thing about doing a weekly podcast is that. As you gather up all the news, by the time you're ready to report on it, there's already been an update about it. Good. Um, but the good thing about this Engadget article is it tells you everything we were going to talk about and then leaves the update for the end. 
that's I'd like to say that that is not good for when you're reading an article, but it's great for when you're reporting on an article because then yes. you can tell the whole story from beginning to end. Uh, all right. So from the top, Horizon Forbidden West, probably the biggest PlayStation exclusive announced since the PS5's launch, is set to arrive in February. Oh. With the release date coming soon, developer Guerrilla Games is opening pre-orders and detailing the many different editions of the game that will be available on February 18th 2022 originally sony and gorilla said that the standard launch editions of horizon forbidden west whether a physical or digital copy would only work on a single console but sony changed course and is now going to offer a free up oh so they included the fucking update in the middle of the article thank you for not labeling that <laughs> Well, I, uh, we don't have to. T I mean, this actually this well, article is not as long as I thought. Never mind. The thing is, like, I wanted to include an article because originally the whole. So, for those of you who don't know, to summarize, uh, they announced the pre-order structure for Horizon Forbidden West. The game was going to be available on PS4 and PS5. Um, only a certain versions of the game will include both the PS4 and the PS5 versions of the game. And those are the expensive versions of the game. If you just bought a regular ass Horizon Forbidden West, if you want to play it on both systems, you got to you got to pay for it twice. Yeah, PlayStation is very confusing with with their upgrade structure. They don't just let you upgrade. You have to like mm -hmm. jump through hoops. Some games have a way where you can pay the difference and get the upgraded version but so, but then the mm -hmm. games now come in all of these different versions that come with like the dlc and the season pass and all this shit and like sometimes those will include like the upgraded version and sometimes they don't so of course horizon yeah. when they announced all the different versions you can get they were all equally as confusing and weird yeah so, so what so exactly was the pay structure at the beginning I think originally, if you bought the collector's edition, which was two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. or the regala edition, which is two hundred and sixty dollars, oh, you get both versions of the game. Very cool. Th thank you, PlayStation. Anything less than that, and like if you bought the digital deluxe version, uh, which was eighty dollars. Or just the standard retail release, which was sixty on the PS4 and seventy on the PS5. Uh, you only got whatever version of the game you were paying. Like, right. if you bought the PS4 version of Horizon, you're only getting the PS4 version. Um, and it's, you know, yes, you can play PS4 games on your PS5, but you're not there if there exists a PS5 version, which is theoretically has better graphics, performs better, and takes advantage of more features like the DualSense controller, just because you're playing a PS4 game on your PS5 does not mean you're going to take advantage of all those situations. That, Especially that, because PS5, you have to choose which version of the game you want to play. Yeah, you know, it, I kind of feel a little spoiled because in the past, that has always made sense that if you get the last-gen version of a game... Uh, you're going to get the last-gen experience. You need to mm -hmm. buy the whole new version of the game to get the current-gen version of the experience. Like, uh, 
what's an example uh the well uh, no the last of us is a bad example uh like the call well, of duty like like yes. like when the yeah. new console comes out, or like battlefield battlefield came yeah. out with with the playstation 4 it was like one of the launch titles i think it was battlefield mm-hmm. 4 um and if you got the playstation 3 version of battlefield 4 it's not gonna work it's not even gonna work yeah <laughs> you you need to buy the playstation 4 version um yeah. and that just makes sense um or or i don't know this is shit like that we've lived with shit like that our whole lives but then microsoft yeah. has this awesome backwards compatibility and we're uh kind of uh we're kind of spoiled by that and honestly that's the way it should be but also mm-hmm. the difference between these two console generations is so small that it is really hard to tell the difference between the PS4 version of a game and a PlayStation 5 version of a game. Right. So when I fucking pop in my Call of Duty and it downloads the wrong version of Call of Duty, I get mad. Because that yeah. shit happens with the PlayStation 5. You have to specifically tell it, I want the PlayStation 5 version of, of, of this to, to work. Um, and this isn't even getting into the fact that, like, if you want to transfer saves between versions, you have to install both the PS4 and the PS5 versions on your system. Sometimes you have to do all this other bullcrap to f- just get everything synced up properly. Um, yeah, it, it's it wasn't a good showing from Sony's part, especially because Microsoft just just make it work and it works. Right. Um, so anyway, there's a huge backlash on the internet about this, uh, yes. and, uh, rightfully so. And I think that, uh, it was kind of obvious this was going to happen because it's happened before. There's been backlash on the internet about the upgrade models of all of these different games since the console generation started. Yeah. Uh, people yeah. were talking about it with uh, Call of Duty. There's all these articles that are like, here's how confusing it is to get the right remember- version of the game. When uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was coming out, yes, and there it said that the remaster of PS4 Spider-Man game was only going to be included in the PS5 version of Miles Morales. Uh, there was a lot of controversy around that because your save file wouldn't transfer from the PS4 to the PS5 version of Spider-Man. So much so that finally Insomniac relented and allowed you to do it but it wasn't as simple as just uploading the game to the cloud and downloading it to your PS5. There was right. a whole, you know, multi-step process you had to do. Uh, there's there's a lot of I really want to play a little more of Death Stranding. Yeah. But all that whole bullshit is kind of making me afraid to even try. Mm-hmm. To just pop in my I just want to pop in the disc and download my save file. But yeah. I I'm I mean, I hope it works that easily, but I know that it's not going to. <laughs> so, um, yes. So anyway, as we've alluded to already, um, Sony has reversed course in a statement. Uh, forgot what day. Which they don't usually do this I, with Spider-Man. They don't usually do this with Spider-Man. All they did was allow you to transfer the save file. They didn't go back on any of the weird upgrade models. Yeah, it's like I can't upgrade my PS4 version of Spider-Man to the PS5 version. Anyway. Um, this is from president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan. Thursday was to be a celebration of Horizon Forbidden West and the amazing team at Gorilla working to deliver it on February 18, 2022. 
However, it is abundantly clear that the offerings we confirmed in our pre-order kickoff missed the mark. Last year, we made a commitment to deliver free upgrades for our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the, while the pandemic's profound impact pushed Forbidden West out of the launch window we initially envisioned, we will stand by our offer. Players who purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. Here's, here's where things get a little bit more frustrating. I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation first-party exclusive cross-gen titles newly releasing on PS4 and PS5, both digitally and physically, will offer a $10 US a digital upgrade option from PS4 to PS5. This will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and any other exclusive cross-gen PS4 and PS5 title published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. I think that's more than fair to charge the $10 difference because it is $70 for current-gen games. I, I mean, yes... On the one hand, yes, I get it. But on the other hand, when your competition is offering it for free and has been offering it for free from the beginning, like this, this just feels like Sony still not really reading the room. Mm -hmm. Like this still feels like them saying, we are the biggest console maker in the world. We are number one in the space. We can do what we want. We can control the narrative. Yeah. Ignoring this is them ignoring uh, that cross play between different systems is a thing. This is them ignoring the fact that people want to, you know, transition smoothly from one generation to the next as a thing. You know, it's, it's disappointing. Like I get it. It's better than nothing, but it is, overall disappointing i think it's really weird that microsoft lets you uh upgrade stuff for free considering there's that ten dollar difference because uh people were tweeting uh like well first of all the day when all of this went 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 crazy everybody was shitting mm -hmm. all over sony being like, why can't believe right. they've done this? What's the problem? Blah, blah, blah. People were like, this is the one thing Sony always gets wrong. And I'm like, the one thing? They only do one thing wrong? <laughs> but uh, then they went back on it and I, Spawn Wave tweeted, so now that they did this, uh, why would we ever get the PlayStation 5 version? Because the PlayStation 4 version is $10 cheaper and you could just yeah. upgrade it for free. And I tweeted back at him and I said, shut up. They're going to catch on. And they're going to take it back. <laughs> Don't let them know that they True. didn't do the math right. True. Uh, but I mean, yeah, well, that's that's why they have the $10 upgrade fee so that it can match the price of, you know, the PS5 version. Yeah, but I thought Forbidden West doesn't have the... Forbidden West doesn't have it. Right, right. But first party games going forward. So the next right. God of War is going to have it. Gran Turismo 7 is going to have it. If The Last of Us Part 3 is a PS4 and PS5 game, that's going to have it. I, I honestly think that they would have put it in Horizon Forbidden West. They just don't have the... Uh, uh, the like the, They haven't developed the technology yet to do that. 
<laughs> they need time. They need until the next God of War to figure that shit out. I mean, they obviously have a system in place for, you know, upgrading from the PS4 to the PS5 version. Not a, not as good as Microsoft's, but they have a system. I do, so this could have just been like an easy thing for them to like implement or fix. I don't understand why it's taking them this long to fi I mean, uh, granted it's still the beginning of the generation, but people have made it abundantly clear that the way Sony has handled this transition has not been as smooth or as lauded as the way Microsoft has. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they're fixed it and they're, that they're doing the upgrade for free. I just think that that's uh, a weird business decision to just make it free like that. Well, um, I, I, again, I, they... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, they said... At, because Horizon Forbidden West is supposed to be a launch title. And launch titles, we're going to get the free upgrade. And since it left the launch window, uh, oh. that plan changed. But then they reversed, uh, reversed direction. Well, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. I, th I think Sony has been doing a lot that's anti-consumer. And uh, yeah. this is just another one of those things. And uh, uh, yeah. Um. Another thing uh, that I don't like that I see on, on the Twitter is people saying uh, all these games are coming out on PS4. Why the hell would I get a PlayStation 5? Acting like that's like the... Like, like it sounds like people would like these games more if they were exclusive to the PlayStation 5. Which, yeah, that's, that that's is anti-consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's more perceived value if it only comes out on the PlayStation 5. Then you're like, oh, look yeah. at this brand new console that I just have to get. Meanwhile, you can't even get your fucking hands on it for another year. So, uh, having them available on PlayStation 4 is not a bad thing at all. And and I, yeah. I think that enough people want the better experience on a PlayStation 5 that they, they're able to still sell a butt ton yeah. of units of PlayStation 5s. So, well, I don't think people... that that's something to complain about. People want the the shiniest, newest thing available to them, mm -hmm. and so you know the PS5 is brand new, so they ran out and they got it. And when you learn that, you know, for the next few years, all of Sony's marquee titles are still going to be on the PS4, then you feel like you know you might have wasted five hundred bucks when you know you could have just kept your ps4 going for just a little bit longer and still got you know the same games because the right. gameplay experience isn't going to be dramatically different it's not like that you know it, it's not like it used to be where the graphics were substantially different where there might even be some gameplay changes because of the new horsepower and whatnot you know for the most part these games are fundamentally the same they're just in lower resolution. They might run a little slower, but you're fundamentally getting the same experience. I have right. not seen any reviews out there with the exception of cyberpunk, but that's a whole other situation. I have not seen any reviews out there that have said that, you know, the last gen versions of these games aren't as good as the next gen version of these games. It's not like, you know, when a transition from the Xbox to the Xbox 360, where everyone was saying the 360 version is the version to get. You know, uh, here I, it's like whatever you whatever you can get, get. 
I think back then there were mechanical differences between the games. There was stuff that they physically could not do on the last gen versions of the consoles. Right. And with this, you're right. It's mostly resolution, frame rate, and uh, uh, lighting. Yeah. <laughs> I think like lighting <laughs> is really pretty, but it's like the least important to actual game mechanics, which yeah. is the the part that makes a game good. You know. Also, too, another thing is you know back then. You know, it was physical media. Mm. So, you know, I think it was more obvious that, you know, a physical one disc is not going to work in another system, even though there was backwards compatibility back then. Now it's all it's a much more digital world. And uh, what was I going to say? It's a much more digital world. And we've been conditioned by things like our phones and our iPads and our computers where you can take your digital purchases with you to the next device and in some cases it will be upgraded to run and look better like i have apps on my iphone from like my iphone 4 mm -hmm. that i never had to re-download they just transferred over after doing a backup so it, it's i think a, we've gotten used to that it's a user experience thing I think mm -hmm. I get really frustrated with user experiences. I want everything mm -hmm. to just work. And you know what? In 2021, they should. Why shouldn't mm -hmm. they? We've gotten this far with the fucking PlayStation. They should know yeah. by now that I just want the game to work. And when I put in my copy of Call of Duty Cold War and it downloads the PlayStation 4 version for no fucking reason at all, I get mad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to shit on the PlayStation five podcast after podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but at least Sony seemed to have gone back on their deal and they're, they're yeah. fixing it at least. Uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm fine with them charging $10. Uh, I think the fact that Microsoft doesn't charge the $10 for a lot of their games. Are you sure they still don't charge $10 for the, well, yeah, no, it's called smart stuff. Yeah, no, that was the whole point of smart delivery. And smart with the thing about smart delivery is Microsoft opened it up to all publishers. Right. So yeah, well, you'll have your odd like EAs and Activisions that don't that don't take advantage of it. Right. But then you'll have other people like Capcom and uh you know, whoever else that will take advantage of it. Yeah. And yeah. we'll just, you know, offer you know, free updates. Those, a lot of the third-party companies like Ubisoft have uh, have that weird upgrade structure, but I think they do yeah. do $10. Um, so... Well, I know, at least with Activision, with uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, you had to have bought the digital deluxe edition in order to get the next-gen version of the game. And we, and we know that uh, game, the friggin' game streaming is coming to Xbox One, so... Yeah. Like even even when an Xbox One stops being capable of playing these next gen games, you'll still be able to play them. Yeah. <laughs> so they have Microsoft's just leagues and bounds beyond where PlayStation's at in terms of backwards compatibility. Yeah. Or forward compatibility, I should say. Uh, yeah. Which is something I don't even think PlayStation thought about when they were making this console. Yeah. Um anyway. That's all we gotta say about PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, yeah that's we're done with playstation for the whole podcast uh but <laughs> what we're not done talking about is sonic oh never done talking about sonic here okay. he is
Here's his big dumb face. Uh, I love that little guy. He looks like a big guy. Oh yeah, that's, that's big guy Sonic. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Sonic Colors came out. So first of all, do you have it? I have the PS4 version of Sonic Colors. Why? So, so here's here's the way Will's mind worked. Okay. I knew I wanted to get Sonic Colors, and I originally planned on getting it for the Switch digitally. I didn't pre-order it. I was I was gonna wait till the game came out. I had a five one of those five dollar coupons to Best Buy through the My Best Buy rewards that if you don't use, they just take away from you. Okay. So I wanted to use it. So I figured, oh, I'll pre-order Sonic Colors on another system. I don't mind owning multiple versions of the same game. So that's why I have Sonic Colors on the PS4 as well. Wait, I wait. Why PS4? Because they, because the. Oh, because at the time that was the only one that was available for pre-order. Okay, so it didn't have it didn't have Switch available. No. And I guess you don't care. Yeah, no, I don't care. Okay. So here's here's, yeah, here's big brain will pre-ordering it. Getting the getting this free game? Or is it just no, a discount? Uh, you know how like uh the my Best Buy program like every certain amount of every certain amount of purchases you make you get like a five dollar coupon right those coupons expire and they expire fast and i don't shop at best buy often enough to realize it at times so i wanted to take advantage of that coupon as quickly as i could i saw sonic colors uh was up for pre-order so i put it towards that okay all right that that that's, will that makes only a little bit of sense. It it does you know what it makes a little bit of sense, but I got the game early. Like apparently <laughs> it's it oh, was so, scheduled so to come out today, but to... I got it on Saturday. So you didn't want it to expire. So yeah. so that's why you got because the only one available was PlayStation Four. Okay, I'm slowly understanding. Yes. Well, it's been a long day. Okay. Um, <laughs> why did you get it early? I know I saw people online were getting the game early, and I was weirded. I honestly it. don't know why I got it early. I think if you pre-ordered it, you just got it four whole days early or something. I mean, I'm not against that. <laughs> I got to play it on Saturday I'm a night. Little, I'm a little against that because... I mean, yeah. What, what's the purpose of a release date if you're going to release no. it four days early? Like, then that's the release date. Yeah, no, I know. I've And I've I've lambasted other other games that have done this as well. Because, like, you're basically punishing people for not pre-ordering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're literally holding the game. Yeah. for You're delaying the game for people who didn't pre-order it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, so game comes out and it sucks. This is the game that everybody says is the best 3D Sonic game, and it comes out well, and it sucks, Will? It's, apparently, it sucks on the Switch. Oh, PS4 is OP. PS4 is a uh, PS4 Master Race. What? Uh, let's just scroll down to the original article. 
Switch Nintendo Switch owners who purchased uh, the digital deluxe version of Sonic Colors are supposedly running into all sorts of launch bugs, with some even warning of potential seizure risks. Since fans got hold of the Switch build earlier this week, social media has been flooded with complaints about this particular release. As VGC explains, players have highlighted several uh, severely glitched visuals, characters falling through the scenery, soft locks and crashes. Comparisons have even been drawn to Sonic 06. Loading times are also significantly longer. Uh, close your eyes. If you're afraid of a seizure warning, I'm going to play this video in three. Two, one. I'm, I'm, right, not, play, I'm not playing audio. Uh, okay. I, I saw a little bit. I think I tweeted about. It. Oh god! Oh god! It turned white. Oh, there it is. Okay, this doesn't look. I mean, still don't look. I don't know what's happening in the future, but uh, it yeah. No, <laughs> the the game's broken. The game like does. It looks like a freaking broken CRT. I've never seen a glitch like this. I've never yeah. seen a game so glitchy that it looks like a broken CRT. I've seen it like where like you know characters pop in and do weird stuff, but I've never seen it like like that. Uh, completely janked. I, I, that didn't look like a seizure warning. No, I mean I've seen other things that have been, you know, seizure like potentially seizure inducing. Yes. Yes. Um, perhaps most worrying are are warnings about seizure-inducing screens with sounds rather similar to what was previously seen in Square Enix's Battle in Wonderworld. Uh, Sega released a day one patch for Ultimate, but it's not clear just yet if it resolves any of the issues players are apparently uh, encountering on the Nintendo build. It's worth noting how some of these uploads show footage from the game running on emulators and hacked switches, oh. while other footage is believed to be captured directly from the retail release some of the original footage that surfaced ha uh, was called out and then you see a reddit post of somebody calling out yeah uh nintendo life did not encounter any of these graphical glitches or bugs during their time playing sonic colors ultimate on switch Eurogamer revealed how Sega originally called on Blind Squirrel Games to develop the Sonic Colors remaster, and most recently, the developer has come under fire for not crediting the free open-source Godot engine. Uh, it was it was quick to respond, acknowledging the mistake, and promised to correct the itch issue in an upcoming patch. Switch fans uh, previously voiced their disappointment about Nintendo the Nintendo version of uh, Ultimate in July when it was discovered the game had been limited to 30 FPS. The full release of this remaster will take place um, on September 7th, which is today. So if this is a remaster, what's it doing in the Godot engine? Was the original made in the Godot engine? The original, I believe, was made in the Hedgehog engine, which is a proprietary engine. So how are you doing a whole-ass remaster in a different engine? Uh, it's a good question. You have to um, port the whole thing, and then at that point, like, is, is it a remake or a remaster? Um, so like there have been work. there have been updates to this. Uh, Blind Squirrel Games and Sega, uh, Sega's social manager for the Sonic the Hedgehog account, have acknowledged the feedback and are investigating the issues. Um, also, update: uh, although Nintendo Life previously encountered no issues with the game, by following steps published by the YouTube Just Lamares. Uh, they can now independently confirm that the glitches seen online over the weekend can be reproduced on Switch hardware. Oof. Yeah. 
Warning contains flashing images. Everybody, close your eyes. I'm playing a seizure warning video. Uh, so this is how you recreate it. Extreme epilepsy warning. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. that is definitely... Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. He's warping. All okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Okay, so I don't know what exactly they do in, in that video to, to make it happen. Uh, hopefully, it's something extremely complicated and it won't happen for most yeah. people. But uh, uh, it looks like there's some... I mean... It, has it been sh has it shown up in other reviews have people done reviews and said that the game's glitchy because uh so as far as i can tell as far as i've seen this is almost entirely um regulated to the switch version of the game mm -hmm. i i played the ps4 version of sonic colors i'm you know i i'm not very far into it but i played a, a, a significant amount of it and i have not encountered anything that looks like that i've not encountered any like truly horrendous graphical glitches i've not encountered anything like sonic falling through the, the world geometry or anything like that the game worked fine for me uh, you know i can't i can't really say that i experienced anything that i've been seeing you know that has claimed to have come from the switch version of the game okay I mentioned I have not played Sonic Colors. I've only played like a very small part of it just to yeah. check out their mechanics and stuff. Um, but I'm interested in trying it out because everybody says it's the best 3D Sonic game. Uh, yeah. So I want to try it. And I, if I do try it, it will be the Switch version. So I'm curious to see if uh, I'm going to run into problems. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they'll fix it in a timely manner because this is a... This exploded. And... Uh, I don't know how far you read into the Sonic Twitter first, but people took this very personally. Well, I mean, I think it's one of those things where people are looking for a problem because, uh, I mean, again, this is a 3D Sonic game that's held in such high regard. It's like the only one that's not broken. It's the only 3D Sonic game that's like yeah. any good, basically. And they release it and it's broken so like that's that's juicy news honestly so yeah that of course it exploded all over the internet yeah uh, but i hope that it's uh not widespread i hope that it's a, uh, it's just a select few copies yeah. i mean a select few like uh people who have run into this issue um yeah I hope that uh, I hope that most people have a have a normal experience playing this game or that they just straight yeah. up patch it out uh, yeah, how is the port otherwise? I mean, totally honest, I am enjoying myself with the with the Sonic Colors on PS4. I'm having I'm having a really good time. I think it's fun game. There are a couple of uh, weird control quirks with it, but that's mostly because I'm used to the way Sonic Generations plays, and certain things that you do in Sonic Generations you can do in Sonic Colors. But the control of it is different. So, like for example, the sidestepping, you know, in generations, you just hit the left and right bumper. In colors, you flick the analog stick left and right, but you okay. also have to do that while moving Sonic forward. So that's oh. not as intuitive as just hitting the bumpers left and right. And it, it's things like that, like drifting in it, is not as good as it is in generations. You know, generations is more of a like a refinement of what Sonic Colors was. 
But Sonic Color is like overall is a very good game. It's very well paced. The levels are interesting. The um, it has a lot. You know, it, ha- it only has like maybe five or six worlds, but each world has like a good amount of levels in them. You know, it's not like Sonic Forces where you can finish a level in a minute and that's it for the whole fucking game. Yeah. You know, the, there's variety to the levels. There's mild puzzle solving in the levels. The Wisps add a good gameplay twist and you can go back and replay levels with different Wisps to get different, to go on different paths and get different collectibles. So it's a much more well thought out Sonic game than even Sonic Generations was to a certain extent. I think Sonic Colors is Sonic Colors is the groundwork for all 3D Sonic games going forward. Why this is so hard for Sega to understand is beyond me. Um, but it's all there. I really do think Sonic Colors is a is a really good game, possibly even a great game, and at least from my experience on PS4, it's it's fun. I'm having fun with it. Hopefully I can finish it this weekend. Uh, that's weird that there's not a, a way to change the controls. Yeah, they they should add that. It seems seems you important. You can't. You can so you can just change the face buttons. Like you can make jump and dash and uh, duck different, but nothing else really. Um, it would be nice if they implemented if they in a patch implemented the generation style control scheme because I think that works a lot better. But you know. You find ways to make it work. You find ways to get used to it. And, you know, like I said, I'm enjoying myself with it. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll see about picking it up. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I only pretty much play games that I'm going to stream. This week mm-hmm. is uh, WarioWare. Uh, but that comes out Friday, and I don't know if I'm going okay. to play it. I don't know when the hell I'm going to be able to play it. Anyway, uh, so I'll check that out. So 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 yeah. anyway, you're recommending Sonic Colors. Just I'm recommending be Sonic wary Colors. of the Switch version, I guess. Be wary of the Switch version. Yes. Um, keep your eye open. You know, see if they patch it or what other news comes from it. Um, like I said, the PS4 version. You know, I have not experienced any issues with it. I'd imagine the Xbox One version isn't that different. Um, so yeah, I. Or you know what? Track down the Wii version of it and play with the classic controller. Yeah, sure, nah. sure you'll have a good time there. Yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got in the wild with two hundred bits. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, we got more news. The Nick fighting game gets roster accidentally leaked by Nintendo eShop. Nintendo eShop never leaks things. No, that's weird. So that's right. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is due out later this year. And while we don't know the Platform Fighters full roster, we do know a few more friendly cartoon faces who will be joining the fight. The game's full box art recently leaked on Nintendo Switch eShop showing avatars Aang and Korra, as well as oh. classic weirdos Ren and Stimpy. That's a that's a big deal. That no, Ren here's, and Stimpy here, are going <laughs> to... No, yeah. Avatar and Korra is a huge deal, but also oh, yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. I mean, they gave yeah. us powdered toast, man. So what made us think we weren't going to get Ren and Stimpy? Bro. So the, the lineup as of right now, we got Oblina from All Real Monsters, Cat Dog from Cat Dog, Danny Phantom, uh, Helga from Hey Arnold, Zim from Invader Zim, Lincoln and Lucy Loud from The Loud House, Reptar from Rugrats, 
SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob, uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and April O'Neil from TMNT, Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries, Ren, Stimpy, and Powdered Toastman from Ren and Stimpy, and of course, Aang from Avatar and Korra from The Legend of Korra. Yeah, why the hell are there only Leonardo and Michelangelo? I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to put the Ninja Turtles in a game, either put one or put them all. Yeah. Like, they've done Nicktoons racing games and they included all the Ninja Turtles. Fucking Injustice 2, you can play as all the Ninja Turtles in the DLC. So, it seems like an easy thing. They're just they're just a little literally, different, you know. They're literally the Scorpion and Sub Zero of this yeah. franchise. <laughs> it's just palette swapping. Yeah, uh, unless they're saving some for DLC, that'd be weird. People in the chat are saying, "What about Timmy Turner?" I think he'd be too OP if he's got Cosmo and Wanda with him. I mean, you could just wish for True, everything, yeah. and they're just dead. Uh, I had to Google what the Loud House was. Yeah, I've never heard of Loud House. That's definitely after my time. Yeah, when the hell did this come out? I have no idea. Uh, 2016. We're yeah. old. Yep. We're old. People. Yep, we are. And I mean, technically Ninja Turtles is like 2012, which is after our time. Uh, but I've watched that show. It is very good. Mm -hmm. And they're using the original uh, 87 look for the Ninja Turtles. So... They know who the audience is. Metascension says, where's Clarissa? <laughs> I, uh, the article does say, like, um, hopefully there will be additional uh, DLC characters. After all, we still need to get Kenan Thompson and Amanda Bynes in there somewhere. <laughs> now, uh, I'm actually pretty excited for this game. Because it's it's yeah, Smash I mean, it Brothers. Looks, it looks kind of fun. I mean, I'm interested in these characters because it does look wacky. Uh, but it is yeah. straight up a Smash Brothers uh, like clone. Yeah. And it's developed by Ludosity, right? And they yes. made one of the other Smash Brothers clones. I don't remember which one they made. Not Brawl it Hollow, is... right? I don't think it was Brawl Hollow. Why can't I find it? it should be it should be right here. Uh, hold on. It's like the their biggest deal game. Are they trying to hide it? <laughs> Slap City. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is not. <laughs> it's not. It's not like Brawl Hollow, but um, no. No, so I mean, they—they, they, I think, I think they're gonna know what they're doing. I actually, I unironically think that this is gonna be a pretty damn good fighting game. <laughs> um, I am amazed that like the Smash Brothers style of fighting game is not more prevalent, you know, in the world because you know when Street Fighter was popular, everybody copied the Street Fighter formula. Smash is more popular than Street Fighter is now, and like I can only name like maybe four true Smash Brothers clones. One yeah. of them is was like technically isn't a Smash Brothers clone. I played one at a uh, that convention that I went to. What the hell was it called? Um, uh, play in New York City. There was a Smash Brothers mm -hmm. clone. That's 
only for PC right now. But that seemed pretty okay. cool. One of the cool features of it is that there's an option to have the controls, your control input show up at the bottom of the screen. So you know how like sometimes like Smash streamers will have like the little game oh, yeah, yeah. to show you what they do. You could do that. So you'll see every every button press. Nice. Um, but a, a big problem with those types of games is similar to the problem with Pokemon knockoffs. Uh, mm. If you don't care about the characters... You're not going to care about the game, and yeah. uh, like I think that's a huge reason why Smash Bros is so uh, popular and important and good is because all those characters are near and dear to our hearts. So right. that's something Nickelodeon All Star Brawl can bring to the table. Well, the ones I'm thinking of, there's of course PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, which doesn't technically play like Smash Brothers. Still don't really know how that game works. Um, but, you know, I don't... I'm convinced that nobody cares about PlayStation characters the way they think they do. PlayStation nostalgia has always been weird to me. Um, so there's that. There was a Ninja Turtle Smash Brothers clone on the Wii. And it actually oh. was developed by people who worked on Brawl. Um, but I don't think that was very well remembered at all there is an onimusha super smash brothers clone that came out on the ps2 <laughs> look it up it's called onimusha blade warriors it is fucking smash brothers with the onimusha that's characters that's weird it is so bizarre it makes no sense whatsoever oh my god freaking mega man battle network is in the game <laughs> <laughs> I need I need gameplay. Oh my god! Give me gameplay. For the record, the original Onimusha Onimusha Warlords, fantastic game, one of the PS2's finest. Uh, don't know why they felt the need to do a Smash Brothers clone, but I tried to they get did. into it. I, I couldn't get into it on the original Onimusha because I was like, I love I love uh, 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 Resident Evil, and this is just Resident yeah. Evil with swords, and I uh, for yeah. whatever reason. Couldn't do it. This is yeah. literally just I mean, freaking Smash Bros. Yeah. But, but well, I mean, is there knockback? I don't know. It doesn't look like... It looks like you have is. like a health bar straight up. I need, I need to know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you have freaking zero. Or is that the Battle Network zero? I can't tell. Oh, this guy's going through every single character. All right, go down. Nice. Go down one. Go down one. Oh, you suck. Yeah, I think I think that no, I think that's Mega Man Zero Zero. That's Mega Man Zero Zero. Mega Man Zero Zero yeah. is in this game. That's crazy. Well, how could you forget Dream Mix TV World Fighters for the GameCube, where you could play as Optimus Prime? Oh, yes, of course. I think Optimus Prime, and I believe Solid Snake is in that as well. I think he. I think you're right. He as yes, this is a Konami game, so yes. Yeah. Uh also Bomberman is in this. Um Yes. But uh this has a percentage health meter and I think knockback. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah. Um there it, Oh, that's the baseball guy. Forgot what his name is for what his game is, but yeah, it's the baseball guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um oh, there's Bomberman. I don't I don't I don't see a snake, but whatever. Uh Anyway, 
that's a game I want to find at a game at a, maybe too many games. I want to get my hands on mm-hmm. uh, Dream Mix World Fighters. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Nicktoons. I'm I'm excited for that. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Well, tell me about this man committing <laughs> crimes in order to uh, get the get word out that G- we need GTA Six now. Uh, give me one second. Just I, close some tabs. Man invades live television show demanding GTA Six. What does he think the TV show is going to do? And why I mean, why was he on stage for that long? It, to be fair, it's a German TV show. They do things differently over there. Uh, Rockstar North hasn't said a single thing about the inevitable Grand Theft Auto 6, which of course means that every single week from now until it does, there will be leaks, rumors, and general scuttlebutt. Grand Theft Auto 5 launched in 2013, and with some of the aforementioned rumors suggesting we won't see GTA 6 until 2025, certain fans are going stir-crazy. The above clip is from a German TV show called Beat the Star, wherein contestants take on a celebrity in various challenges, climbing, hockey, races, that kind of thing, to win some dough. But not here, as the host Alexander Dazat known in Germany as Elton, is talking to reality TV star Evelyn Burdecki. A member of the audience runs on stage and roughly translated, this is their exchange. Uh, the man. I wish you a beautiful day. Wait, My wait, name Aubrey, is you, you, you be the man, I'll be, I'll be uh, okay. the other two, I guess. Okay. All right, go ahead. I wish you, I wish you a beautiful day. My name is Aza. Uh, what I want to know is where the hell is GTA 6? I've been waiting eight years for GTA 6. GTA 6? I'll be there. Whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. Shout that into the camera. Uh, I must say, you give me a bit of a fright. <laughs> what? Oh, GTA 6? I have no responsibility for that. The programs have to... Isn't, isn't that a video isn't game? Isn't this a video game? Oh, that's, sorry, that's you. <laughs> now, now it's you. Exactly, GTA 6. <laughs> I didn't know that. Please send a message. Shout it into the camera. Where is GTA 6? No, I don't have to do that. I haven't even finished GTA 5 yet. <laughs> well, someday. Someday. <laughs> Did Take-Two pay this guy or whoever makes the game? I'm surprised he knew that. Yeah. I'm surprised the host uh, Yeah. And that was the exchange. At this point, our German friend, who may be called Aza, is being politely escorted off stage by a security guard. It is such a reasonable exit that one must uh, suspects the guard, too, is waiting for GTA 6. The host Elton's clear familiarity with the series to the extent of mentioning that it's published by Take-Two has led some to question about the veracity of this apparently spontaneous moment. Is it staged? Is it part of a post-Gamescom guerrilla marketing to whet global appetites? Obviously, it's impossible to say, but perhaps worth taking into tinfoil hat, worth taking the tinfoil hat off uh, for a moment to acknowledge that it's hardly unusual for somebody to have played the biggest video game in the world, uh, one, and one which shows you the Take-Two logo every time you load it up. The fact that Elton jokes about the man being paid by Take-Two also goes against the gorilla theory, unless it's some brilliant meta-touch. It could be a dude who really is losing his shit over the lack of GTA 6 news, or made a bet with his mate before going on the show. 
I honestly, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that could be marketing at all. I think it'd be no. I think it would have been I, much I think... more uh, interesting if it was marketing. Like, yeah. Like they would have yeah. like had to drag him out kicking and screaming or something. That they didn't even even put yeah. up a fight. He just freaking. They just put his. The guy put his hand on his back and was like, "All right, let's go." And then they just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I just think this was too funny not to talk about. Yeah, it's just some some dumb guy who only plays too much Grand Theft Auto 5. That man yeah. is going to be waiting a very long time. Yes. That game uh, like the article while. said, uh, rumored 2025. Before we hear anything, let alone see the game. I also am not sure it will be called GTA 6. I think they'll call it something like GTA World or something, and, and it'll be like their online situation. No, I think because I think they've seen like numbering your GTAs like mean something. True. Because on the PS, you know, the PS2, we had GTA 3 and then Vice City and then San Andreas. They could have very well called them GTAs, four, those four and five, but they didn't. So when the 360 and PS3 came out and they called it Grand Theft Auto 4, like that meant that was the next evolutionary step in the GTA series. And then same thing with 5. Did San Andreas use the same engine as 3? I know that Vice City yeah. did. Yeah, that's what I it mean. Did. It did. They used, were kind of just more, right? Yeah. Well, they were reskins, but San Andreas also added like a lot of RPG elements to it. Mm-hmm. Like you can have CJ gain and lose weight and crap. You're going to have sex. You have sex. Maybe. <laughs> you know how to do it. And you have the right version. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think there's... I mean, right now they're leaning really heavily on the online. And I think there's potential mm-hmm. for them to do that again and just... And, and maybe market more of that than the actual uh uh, main game but i guess i guess the main single player story is to get people into it and the online is to keep them there yeah um i mean people genuinely like the the single player of grand theft auto yeah i I really liked grand theft auto i mean it's it's predominantly known as online it's predominantly known as a single player game so right well so it was call of duty and then look what happened yeah uh anyway uh next news we have uh big brain academy yeah says who big brain academy brain versus brain arrives in time for the holidays oh i did not nintendo likes to serve up some surprises and today it's revealed the holiday season release that makes a lot of sense while also coming out of nowhere uh Big Brain Academy, Brain vs. Brain, will bring back the series that enjoyed multiple entries um, and success in the DS era. It arrives December 3rd on the eShop and at retail with a price of $29.99 US dollars. Uh, the trailer above does a decent job showcasing the focus of this one. It's still designed to, to suit solo and daily play so that you can get some good brain exercises on the go but also supports a variety of local and online multiplayer options. There's fun to use there's fun use of the touchscreen for multiplayer or of course you can still sit on the couch with three others. A particular neat touch is the addition of an online mode in which you can take on a ghost data from other players around the world. A lot of what you do in game 
will also earn you coins that are spent on costumes. So if you really want to dress up as a kitten, you'll be you'll need to do you'll need to work the brain a little. I uh I just texted the trailer to our mother. <laughs> what are the chances of us getting her to be able to play this game? Um none. All right, let me back she up. Is, she's so 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 we got uh when we had our DS uh, many moons mm-hmm. ago, we had uh brain age on there for some reason yes uh and our well, mother because... somehow co-opted our original ds and played brain age all the time and that's the only game she wanted to play it life. she wanted to play it she heard five must have been on oprah or something <laughs> that like there's this game that like you know is supposed to be good for your mind mm-hmm. so that's where she heard about it she played it i Barely. genuinely feel like she it... forgot about it I I genuinely feel like it probably is good to get some brain exercise, but uh, the reason yeah. why the new Brain Age for the Switch hasn't been uh, put hasn't been sold in America is because there was uh, some FDA situation where they got in hot water because they said it's good for your brain and they had no proof of that. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I I purchased uh, Switch Lite and gave it to our mother with a copy of the European version of uh, Brain Age. But uh, the problem is uh, a lot of it requires a Joy-Con and uh, it's a Switch Lite. So it's like confusing for her to understand what what she could even use, (laughs) uh, like which game she could play. So hopefully this uh, doesn't require the Joy-Con and uh, this would be better. Uh, This might... uh, I'm going to get this for her and see if she'll try it but i doubt she will yeah but that would be great maybe i just gotta play it in front of her and get her jealous she did want to try the the ring fit but that you know that would last two seconds also yeah yeah um so yeah it's good that Um, this is coming to north america wait is it coming to north america because this is a european this is coming to north america nintendo life is a european this is this no, they did. They did say this is coming to North America. Okay, good. Uh, that's good. I guess there's no FDA uh, problems with Big Brain Academy. Only Brain Age. <laughs> yeah, only Brain Age. Uh, all right. Next, we have Crisis Two and Three. We're getting them. Yay. Yes, but sold separately. Oh, piss. Uh, look at that man's butt. Crytek has today unveiled it's launching the Crisis Remastered Trilogy, an upcoming collection of Crisis 1, 2, and 3. Um, the collection launches on PC, Xbox Series X and S, PS5, Xbox One, and PS4 on October 15th as an all-in-one package. But Switch is being treated a little differently. Instead of receiving the full trilogy as an all-in-one package, Switch owners can only opt to buy Crisis 2 and Crisis 3 individually although each will eventually receive its own dedicated physical release on launch day october 15th you will be able to grab each of the two new releases as well as the original crisis remastered if you don't already have it for 30 dollars each on the eShop. physical editions for the two new titles will come later 
Why? A new trailer has been released showing off a comparison between the game's original PS3 version and the new PS5 version. If you're interested, of course, it's worth remembering that the visuals on display won't be represented on the Nintendo Switch. So, is did the original Crisis Remaster, did the first Crisis Remaster come out on other consoles? Or did it only come out I on Switch and PC? So. Uh, let me check. Because that would make a little sense that they package them all together because uh, they already are. I mean, what they should do is sell them all separately and also as a trilogy. That that would be right. the most pro-consumer move. Um, but selling them only individually for $30 each is crazy. Crisis 2 is the best one. That game yes. rules. Um, uh Crisis Remastered is on the PS4 for $30. Yeah, this is fucking dumb that they wouldn't give I, you a trilogy option. That's dumb. Yeah, there's it, it, it's there's no the only thing I can think of is I know games are generally more expensive on the Switch. There's that Nintendo tax third party developers have to pay. That's yeah. why fucking Need for Sp uh Burnout Paradise is always $30 on the Switch when every other week it's five on the Xbox One. Um, right. But this is ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is stupid. Uh, Especially because, like, Bioshock, yeah, you could buy all those games individually or you can buy the remastered collection all at once. Nintendo sells game bundles on their store. So I don't understand why th there's an exclusion for Crisis. Yeah, this is a weird. This seems like a a, a publisher issue. This seems like their yeah. fault. I mean, yeah, uh, Nintendo has a has a weird like a. They charge a weird amount for being on the eShop, but uh, mm -hmm. I mean, you're really gonna charge us thirty dollars more for the whole trilogy? That's weird. That doesn't seem right, especially yeah. because you're getting a less you're getting less quality. You're you're getting a, yeah you're getting a. a I mean, maybe maybe they're doing it as a fuck you to Nintendo because it took more work for them to develop it for the Switch. Um, but uh, I doubt that. I think that there's a weird Nintendo tax that they're passing the buck on to the consumer for. Um, yeah, I definitely. Thirty whole dollars is so much. That's so much. Yeah. Usually it'd be like a couple bucks. That that's this is weird to me. But anyway, Crisis yeah. Two, honestly, the only one I think you should play. <laughs> The story of the first one, not really important. Uh, Crisis 2, really the only yeah. good one. Yeah. I mean, Crisis uh, 1 Daniel, is Crisis 2, but Crisis 2 is fucking awesome. Crisis 2 is like, the game really had no right to be as good as it was. Yeah. No, the game was incredible. I, I mean, this yeah. was like at a time when uh, we were starting to see people get comfortable with the same sort of game mechanics, especially for first-person shooters. People yeah. were kind of just copying and pasting first-person shooters. And Crisis yeah. added a lot of elements uh, that shake that shook things up a little bit. Uh, and Crisis yeah. Two, they really like nailed it down. And then other big first-person shooters stole from Crisis. Yeah, and you know what I really like about Crisis is that it paced itself well. Like you would, everything would like ramp up to a big moment, and then you have like a really like substantial like come down period. Where like you can 
take stock of what happened and then like slowly ramp up to the next big thing. Right. Games at the time, they were following the Call of Duty method, which was just big thing after big thing after big thing after big thing. Yeah, so that was like a nice fresh there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I, I liked Crisis because you had five different abilities and uh, I like to, I, I like stealth games and I tried to do everything really stealth. Um, but if you couldn't make it through an area all stealth, and like if all hell broke loose you felt powerful enough to be able to like use all of your abilities to like get out of the situation or just fucking tank through people it was no matter how you tackle the situation it ended up being really a a, a lot of fun so i don't know how good it is now to play it i mean i'm sure if you played it now it'd be one of those situations where like you see all of the stuff from that game copied in so many other games since then yeah um but it was a lot of fun when i played through it and the multiplayer was incredible. I love the multiplayer uh, because you had all those abilities that you cycled through. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, so I mean, uh, uh, does it have multiplayer? The remaster version that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Right. I would love to play Crisis Two multiplayer. <laughs> anyway. Um. Last news. I saw this uh right before we went live. Some guy took some of the parts from the mm-hmm. NES uh, Lego thing and made a Game Boy yes. out of it. And also, comma, it's a fucking Transformer. What? This Lego no NES turns into a Lego Game Boy, which turns into a Lego Transformer. That's the title of this. Uh, the Lego Nintendo Entertainment System is extremely cool. We have a video on youtube.com slash Wolfden. But it just got cooler thanks to work of builder Moco. Now it's a Game Boy and a mech. Uh, Using some but not all of the tiles and bricks from the NES set, Moco uh, created a realistic-looking Game Boy with a Super Mario-type game on the screen. There's even a game cartridge that that you can slot into the back. And this is what it looks like. Uh, but the fun doesn't stop there. With a few expert moves, the Game Boy can transform into a little Nintendo mech with little green eyes and tiny fingers. Uh, here's how Lego site Brothers Brick, who know way more about Lego than us, describe it. Bottlenecked by the available pieces in the Lego Nintendo Entertainment System, Moco didn't have many of the pieces one might usually use for joints. Between that and the space limits of a transforming model, Moco had to use some brick-built joints. Plates sandwiched within the arms and legs work as compact elbows and knees, which easily slide into place as the control and screen sections. The way the head transforms is pretty neat, folding out from the bottom and making use of a T-bar, both as the connection point and a sort of mouth for the mech. And then here's a fun aside. This isn't the first Lego mech Game Boy I've written about, (laughs) says the Nintendo Life guy. Baron Von Bruck, uh, another Lego builder and lover of games, made one back in 2014, and I covered it as a staff writer of Nintendo, the official Nintendo magazine. Holy shit. The official Nintendo magazine? They let you do that. This sounds like a licensing thing. Oh, and he has the whole page of... Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. 
Uh, that was seven years ago, and now I need to lie down and think about the inexorable passage of time. Uh, anyway. Uh, hey, did you know we're all slowly crawling towards <laughs> death, or do you want to build this extremely rad Game Boy Transformer? Let us know in the comments. I like this guy. There he is. Yeah. Now, how well does this thing transform? I, I need a video of it doing a transformation. Does it like transform the way a transformer does or like do you have to like take it apart and transform it so far it looks like he's not taking any of the pieces apart it looks like it just okay. transforms yeah yeah i don't think you have to take it apart at all oh that's nice pretty that's pretty sick now i would love this but i don't want to cannibalize uh in any a lego nes yeah Especially because it's not using all of the pieces. You're going to have pieces left over, and that's annoying. See, to... I don't know if there's, like, an easy way to, like, order specific Lego bricks. You know what I mean? I do know what like, you mean. You, just... you definitely can't for the Lego NES because you have to get the – you especially need to get the one that says Nintendo on it, and that's not going to Well, happen. I know – there's a Lego store in the city in Manhattan where like they have just like bins of a la carte Lego bricks. Yeah. That you can like take and like put in a bag and build. They have at them home. at fucking like, uh, the one in Roosevelt field. What do they? Yeah. They, I know it, you can build your own minifigure. I don't remember in the back wall. The they point have, is, they have bins of Lego. The point is it's not, you have to either go to a Lego store which aren't very common, or I don't think you can get these online. So it's not, you know, it's not easy to get just the specific pieces you need to build this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love that. Oh, hey, According the to the chat, you go to bricklink.com. The game chasers are here. They said, I love sniffing my own balls. Cool, dude. <laughs> Cool, Thanks, dude. guy. Um, Bricklink.com. That's what everybody's saying in the chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're not going to get the special edition stuff, the cool stuff. Yeah. You want to make sure you get like the specific pieces. Uh, also, yeah, is just... this an official Lego site? I doubt it. They are, it is an official Lego site. Okay. Never mind. I, I will just... shut up. I just typed Lego NES and nothing came up. Uh, anyway, uh, is that it? I think we're. I think that's it. That's it. Oh, you deleted my tweet of the week. I had a tweet of the week here. Oh, I, I did. Uh, yeah, I that was but, last week's one. But don't worry, Will. I can find it. Uh, okay. Right. I think I can find it easily. Hold on. Uh, maybe I forgot to put it there. I mean, I you always put the tweed the weed in tweed, tweed of the weed in very late. So yes, no, I actually did it uh, like early in the week because I was like, this one's uh maybe it was last week. I hope it was last week. When when was this from? This was from. Please don't play on my phone. Five days ago. Oh yeah, baby, we're good. Okay. All right, let me see this. I'm very slowly putting it 
in the queue. We'll there first hit the music and then. Oh, the music will. How could I forget? Uh, all feels right with the world. All right, this is a video. It's from uh, Andrew Lark, and it is a quote tweet. Uh, I'll just play the video. I played it, but uh, nothing, it didn't come up. The audio didn't play. Did it play for you? Did it play for you? Yeah. It didn't play for for the stream, I don't think. You guys didn't hear that, right? Oh. Why is that? No, they're saying no. Fuck. Why, Why did that happen? I don't know. Can I? They, let's try uh, playing it in Microsoft Edge. <laughs> I have. So for those of you no, who. No, it's not working. Uh, all right. No, go, what, what are you saying? So, go ahead. I was going to explain it for the podcast listeners who can't see what's going on for those of you it's a picture of batman and the catch and the, he says this is where i watched my parents die parappa and then behind him is parappa the rapper repeating it this is where you watched your parents die oops oops <laughs> it's very funny i promise uh it is i, I really don't know I've, why i didn't play i've seen so somebody took this this image and they actually made it uh in the parappa the rapper style i did i did so see batman's that later like, so like batman's flat and it's like you know looks like the game and whatnot yeah none of my desktop audio is coming through the the stream why is that weird did my did my default audio device change Uh, yeah. Why is it going through my monitor? I hate Windows. I hate everything about Windows. I I nuked my my uh my Mac hard drive, so this Hackintosh is now a full blown Windows computer, and I want to fucking kill myself. Uh, um, that explains why you had to use Adobe and Windows. Yes. Uh, I'm switching to Windows, at least for the time being, until the friggin' new MacBooks come out, which is hopefully next week. Hey, oh, there we right. go. This I got one. it. Guys, if you, were, right. if you were really, if you were really hoping that you would hear this, guys, now's the time. This is where I watch my parents die, Parappa. This is where you watch your parents die. Oops. I hope that was worth it. I hope that was worth all that trouble for everybody. Uh... Anyway, so yeah, every time you plug in a freaking monitor into or an HDMI or, or, or DisplayPort anything into fucking your Windows computer, it just changes the default audio device. And it does that sometimes mm. on Mac, but it's not nearly as much. Of a yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk to the people. Well, why don't we do that? Yes. 
Um, as always, you can and uh no, wait, what do I say? It's been it's been so long. If you left a comment on last week's Wolf Den podcast over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wolf Podcast, this is the part of the show we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. No, I need a better a better segue into that segment because I'm still using a truncated version of the old we transition. Should, we need to just make it a a, a a loop, like like the tweet of the week. We need to make yes. it like a video. Anyway, uh, R- Random Heart in the chat since you can just buy the Nintendo uh, brick from right. BrickLink. You could just buy the Yeah, Nintendo. I saw that. It's just a plate, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. How much is it, though? Buy. Forty cents, one cent, one dollar. Okay. Damn, that's cra- that's pretty cheap, honestly. I I think. Yeah. Anyway, last week's Wolf Den Live. People in the comments. Mm-hmm. Here they are. You got Alberto Marcano from YouTube.com/slash Wolf Den Podcast. He says, "I've had Tokyo on my bucket list for a while now." I hope too many things uh, don't change so I can get the full experience. Enjoyed watching your Tokyo vlog. Hoping to visit in 2023. So that was because we talked about how Nintendo stores, uh, no, I'm sorry, Pokemon centers are closing in Japan. Uh, uh, They said uh, it's like in an indefinite hiatus situation, but I yeah. mean, they're going to come back eventually. It's just, they're closing down because of COVID. Um, right. And I hope to go next year, but uh, <laughs> it's getting, it's looking like uh, well, well, it's just everything's getting pushed back more and more. Yeah. Anyway, may the goo be with you. Ew. Says, can we get a Wolfden mouse pad with made Bob on it? No. Also banned. Um, RJ, Paratus says, I just recently bought an N64. What games would you guys recommend for a guy who likes platformers and who has a short attention span? Love you guys. I mean, Mario mm. 64 right off the bat, you got to get. Well, I. the problem is that era, all the platformers kind of required a long att- attention spans because all the levels were big and like you had to keep track of a lot of collectibles. You had to find all the stars and crap. Yeah, a lot of games. Game have, for... A lot of games in that yeah. time period were findings, like like, like yeah. finding collectibles and stuff. I mean, there were good platformers. There were Mario sixty four, the Banjo Kazooie games, um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. If you're nasty, um, <laughs> I would say like if you have a short attention span, maybe try like Golden Eye or Perfect Dark because those were well. Even then, like they had objectives you had to complete. I think Perfect Dark is a great. I think those. I mean, those are. I think those are good for short attention spans because you just have to take it one level at a time. Whereas mm-hmm. games, these other platformers are like big, expansive worlds that you have to find all the items, yeah. and that could be frustrating. Um, but Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, you take it one level at a time, and you can ramp up the difficulty and get more stuff. Uh, so I think that those are good. There's also Donkey Kong, uh, but uh, yes, I don't know. I think people Donkey Kong and Banjo Kazooie are pretty much uh, very similar. I'd say. Um, Honestly, not that many platformers. I don't think they had 3D platformers figured out (laughs) at the time. 
really only Mario uh Nintendo did. Mm-hmm. So uh Tech Nanner says Tony Hawk, arguably a platformer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also good for short attention span. And Tony Hawk one on the N64, not a bad version. True. Uh anyway, we got Lord of Cicadas. <laughs> He says they should have gone with Justice League Dark Root with Midnight Suns and just included maybe one non-mystical character as sort of a second-person view of the player, similar to Batman in the DC property. So he's referring to, you know, last week we talked about Midnight Suns, the new weird occult Marvel game that's coming out, and how Midnight Suns was a group of, like, the more mystical occult characters like Doctor Strange, Blade, um, Ghost Rider, and characters like that. But the game, for some reason, also includes Wolverine, Captain America, and Iron Man. Um, and Lord of Cicadas, all hail the Lord of Cicadas, <laughs> um, does bring up that DC has just thrown Batman and, more recently, Wonder Woman into Justice League Dark because they are the name characters. Um, but I don't think that would have made much of a difference and though in justice league dark it's just one major justice league character showing up to hang out with justice league dark it's not all the justice league in justice league dark you know what i mean mm-hmm. like midnight sun seems to be overcompensating for the fact that it's mostly like the c-tier marvel heroes <laughs> by adding in wolverine and and uh captain america yeah marvel knows to like throw in a a popular character to get people interested in the B tier characters. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do I'm, that a little bit. It feels like they're they're adding they're adding more than is necessary. Like they probably could have gotten away with just Wolverine, but they really didn't need Iron Man and Captain America in there as well. Because th- those two I mean Captain America would be confused by the whole thing. Iron Man is a scientist. Yeah. Uh, and science and magic don't really go together. <laughs> Captain America makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last guy from last week says, Luda Lunatic, uh, you guys should do a special classic podcast with unboxings and trying new snacks. It would be a great callback for an anniversary or something. Honestly, the set is still exactly as we left it in our parents' house. <laughs> true. True. Maybe, Maybe one just, day we'll do uh we'll do an episode from there. It might just be a little dusty. Uh, yeah. But yeah, maybe one of these days. Um, yeah. uh, Will, uh, yeah. th- there's a Matrix teaser? So, it was actually funny because I was talking about the Matrix with my friends um, completely separate of anything. And then out of nowhere, um, apparently there's a teaser for the Matrix 4 trailer that's going to premiere on Thursday. Hmm. Um. It links to a website called, I think it's called whatisthematrix.com. And you yes. go to it and you pick either the red pill or the blue pill. And it gives you two different previews for the trailer. Okay. It's actually pretty cool. I'll check that out a- after the show. I yeah. Have it, I have it. On, I would say check it out. I have it on the screen right now. Save it yeah. in the tab. Um. Anyway, now we're in the chat. We got uh, yes. Neglected for Leaf with the Prime subscription. Thank you. We got Milkman Leech. Thank you, Thank you for the subscri- for gifting a sub. And we got Mecha Dragon with 100 bits. I never understand why people are so obsessed with Apple products like iPhones and, and Macs when some of the stuff are a bit 
anti-consumer, like how Macs aren't good for gaming, aren't good gaming PCs. Macs not being good gaming PCs isn't anti-consumer. It's just a it's just a weird choice that they made. <laughs> yes. You know, um, to not focus on games. The, 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 I, I think the anti-consumer stuff that people don't like Apple for is the uh, manufactured uh, obsolescence. Like that, releasing firmware updates that pretty much nerf the iPhone to make you buy a new one. But the, that the being high said, cost. What, what iPhone do you have right now? Uh, the 11. I also have the 11. Yes. We're we're gonna be on the 13 very soon, and I yeah. I have I have zero intention of upgrading. I'm right. totally content with my 11 until who knows when. And yeah. and the Mac and I'm very excited for uh for a 16 inch M1 MacBook. I love Apple OS because it's so user friendly, and every mm-hmm. little thing about Windows frustrates me. And I understand it's like. It's more open. You could do a lot more with a Windows computer than you can on a Mac. But there's so many little things that just are like needles in my side. Like, for example, this happens to everybody. And you're a liar if you say that this never happened to you. But the wallpaper just disappears sometimes. You ever see that on a Windows computer, Will? The screen just turns black? That literally just happened. Now, Now that I... I haven't had that happen on this computer yet until I deleted my Mac partition. And then it's like the windows partition went good. We know you're not going to cheat on us now. <laughs> and they, it just fucking deleted my wallpaper. Um, yeah, but it, it comes back every once in a while. So it's not like I, if I replace the wallpaper, it'll fix it. It just goes black. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of other little things that are like, are like not, it's not enough to like wipe my whole computer to try to fix it, but it's enough to just annoy me a little bit. Um, yeah um anyway I've, yeah like, i've had a 16 i've had a 2016 macbook since 2016 and i want to upgrade it it's been enough and I, I i use it every single day so i need i i need an upgrade yeah well well like circa rvn says apple products last more than most others devices that's true like i'm still rocking a 2015 macbook pro i do need an upgrade but it works very well for everything i needed to do my wife is still rocking a 2009 MacBook. That's the last year you can upgrade them yourself, and I did, and it still works. It works better than it ever has. Um, that's the thing. Like, yes, there's a lot of like bad things about Mac computer, uh, Apple products. They are expensive. Uh, if you need to repair them, you might as well just buy a new one. Um, and all these other like little things here and there, but. You know, overall, like when they get it right, they get it right. And like it's a user experience that breeds, you know, I know, for lack of a better word, loyalty to a product. Like I will, my next computer will be another MacBook, you know, depending on how the next, you know, M1 computers go. So they, they, a lot of people say, uh, being able to upgrade PCs is a big selling point. But, uh, yeah, I always, I've come to realize that uh, I never upgrade them. I build computers and then I just, uh, I I never, I, I like, I like having the, I like the idea of being able to upgrade it, of course, but it always comes yeah. to the point where I, if I need to upgrade it, I always just throw the whole thing out and build a whole new one anyway, because by the, by the time yeah. you actually need to do the upgrade, you 
everything's out of new, date yeah everything's out of date and there's all new stuff that that you need anyway so yeah. it's the, it's it's the same thing the only difference is that with macs are more expensive but i think that they're the most well-designed computers in terms of everything else that might not be hardware specs um yeah even at lower power they're still they they still out, outperform some aspects of pcs um Mm-hmm. but also like stupid little things like like the way the the whole body is one sheet of aluminum that it feels really yeah. good um what else um of uh, the way a lab the laptops open that's this is something i read not so long ago they have there's a counterweight in there mm-hmm. to give it that smooth opening feel right whereas most PC, pc laptops don't have that they just like open and it's like, Lord help you if it you open it too wide. The, this actually Max actually have like a counterweight that like smooths it out. The fact that uh, when you plug a Mac into a second monitor, it remembers that monitor, so it remembers where it is. So if you have like two two yeah. setups, like I do, uh, you can have a screen on the left on one setup and a screen on the right on another setup, and it'll just remember it when you plug it in. And Windows computers, yeah. when you plug in a second monitor, it just fucks everything up every single time yeah um that being said i do like android more than ios (laughs) i like it way more i think the notification system is awesome i like all the little things you can do and play around with it uh but i still have an iphone because um uh, i i don't want to be green on people's phones (laughs) yeah anyway that's our pro mac uh conversation and yeah. next tuesday we'll probably talk more about Macs because there will be an yeah. apple event and you'll tell by my mood whether or not there are m1 macbooks available yeah. i can't edit on this freaking dual core uh 2016 macbook anymore i can't do it um anyway we got more notifications we got uh, big Bosch yeah. with 100 bits will did you see the new mcfarland gold label year two batman Yes, it was awesome, and I didn't pre-order it. Now it's sold out. <laughs> uh, we it got... was in my cart. It was in my cart, and I, like usually with figures like that, they sell out instantly, and this didn't. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll have time to think about it. You know, whatever. And by the time I was actually ready to go and buy it, it was sold out. So kind of kicking myself for it, but. That's life. We got Ray Zeflin with 36 months. Remember, boys and goyles, you get one free sub with Amazon Prime. Help the snack fund. Also, Android devices are like Windows. The wallpaper will randomly disappear. Never had the problem <laughs> on Apple. I've never seen that on an Android phone either. Um, but I, I know that Android phones do have weird problems every once in a while. You know what? Yeah. I was an Android user for a really long time. And then I switched to iPhone with the iPhone 7. Mm-hmm. uh because of the camera and i always told myself that android phones were the ones with the weird problems and iphones were always just perfect as they were and then that iphone had a lot of weird problems <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know my phone's fine everything works fine on my on my iphone 11 i remember um, like i was waiting for i think it was my iphone 6 and in the interim i had to use your galaxy 3 and i remember thinking i remember thinking to myself i would rather die like a horrible death 
then use an Android phone again. That was the worst experience. And I used a Windows phone for two years. Wow. I hated every second of it. I, uh, I, I, when I switched from, why, why am I getting Adam and Eve ads? <laughs> There's like a girl naked tied up on, on this variety, uh, uh, website. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't show that on screen. Anyway, um, when I switched from iPhone to, to Android, no, when I switched from Android to iPhone, my biggest, uh, disappointment was the notification system how notifications just go right. away after a while it's so annoying because i use that to like plan my day like oh i need to respond to this let me just save it for later you can't yeah. save things for later on iphone um anyway uh we're running late here uh miller watching cactus with 100 bits thanks all for all the videos wolf bros big fan from australia hope bob plays through super metroid before dread you should it is very good uh let me get through you know what i'm probably not gonna get through uh uh samus returns maybe i should just jump into super metroid yeah uh, anyway. i will let you know ahead of time wall jumping in that game is bullshit and okay. it is a it the big part of the game <laughs> that might that might drive me crazy yeah uh men ascensions when you guys do a stream irl together again will's gonna have to practice desyncing his speech to keep uh, the <laughs> discord look going no that's a that's part of the wolf dead podcast yeah that's the new that's the new vibe yeah the, the retro vibe is will being completely in sync with himself well that's not true yeah. our audio used to be out of sync all the time yes it was really hard for us to get the audio in sync for some reason. It would change every yeah. podcast. Um. Anyway, we should leave now because it's late. Yes. Guys. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast, so you can go watch us on demand over there whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash wolfdenpodcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get this show from, please please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms. Guys, I will definitely be streaming on Thursday. Um, I want to try to do WarioWare, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Uh, but I'll definitely be streaming on Thursday, so I'll see you then. Uh, also, I won't be streaming this whole weekend until Monday. Monday? Oh, boy. Well, what's Monday? Uh, that is your birthday. Oh my god, you remembered? Of course, oh your presents god. came today. Would you like to see them? No. <laughs> I don't want to see them. This man is straight up sleeping. <laughs> this is a, S2J is just friggin' sleeping on his stream. Why oh, that's beautiful. There, where, there he is. Uh, anyway. Uh, I don't know who to raid. Did we we, ra we raided Dan? Raid already. him. 
Yeah, wake him up. No, I'm gonna raid AJ. AJ's on. Uh, he is playing oh, yeah. Smash Brother. Everybody goes ahead, AJ, and I'll see you mm-hmm. guys on Thursday. And we'll have a video this week. Finally, I didn't have one last week. I'm very sorry about that, but uh, too bad. Thanks for being here. If you here watching on YouTube, thanks for making it this far. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.